All right, welcome to another episode of the Between Brothers podcast. We got the Chancellor of Charisma, Zero. We got the Duke of Debananis, Lando, uh, Lando, in the building. In the building. Um, of course, you know how I like to get every episode started. Uh, how was your week since we last uh, linked up on the podcast? Um, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty good. Oh, um, hold on for a moment. I got to show you what it is that I got. All right. Um, Got it on Monday. So, friend of mine, co-worker, knows that I'm a Jaguars fan. Uh-huh. So he said he wanted to get me. He said he, said he had some stuff because he tried out for the team back in 2007. Mm-hmm. So, he gave me this uh, mini uh, Jaguar helmet with Rasheen Mathis's, um autograph on it. Nice, nice. He, yeah, he gave me. I just, I just, uh, I did my best to try to clean it off because he's had it since clearly 07. So, um, so what's that? 14 years had that, um, holding on to that helmet. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's very generous um, of him. Yeah, because he was like, I know you're a Jaguar fan. So, and, um, I, um, at work, I got high praises from uh, from some elderly folks. You know, they like my driving. They said I drive smooth. You know, when you're this charismatic, that's the only way you know how to drive. So <laughs> they said it was a uh, it looked good for me because um, return customers want to come and see me, even though it's not me actually actually helping them out with their vehicles. At least I can get them to where they need to go to safely. So yeah. it is what it is. And um, yeah, everything everything has been pretty good. It's like, yeah. oh, it's like prayerfully it'll be another good week. How about so, yourself? Uh man, it's been uh it's been pretty good. Um this today we're recording on a Sunday. Today we went to one of them timeshare selling things. I was uh, I actually expected better because I've been to one before and they gave like a whole tour. <laughs> It was actually pretty nice. This time around, it was eh, it was okay. Uh, but outside of that, um, I've actually been up. It's we're recording at nine o'clock Eastern time. I've been up since like three. Um, baby got up and uh, I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm staying up. But um, but yeah, and then I also started posting the artwork again. Um, um, I think I think you had like the like the two of them trying to do yeah, the digital thing, trying trying try to work more on the digital stuff um, nowadays. Just because I've heard it, it's faster and a lot of stuff. A lot of people that I've seen that I admire with their artwork, they they're doing digital. So you know, I figured I could start making that transition. Um, but I do want to touch on a couple things. Um, I know normally. People hear us talk about sports a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. This is going to be, it's probably going to be one of our shorter podcasts. I'm not 100% sure. Just depends on how, how this conversation turns. But we won't be, we're not actually not going to touch on sports too often. One, because nothing really happened in the world of sports. Uh, and, um, and two, it's just, there's, there's a couple things that I feel like are, 
a little more important in sports right now that I want to get into. Just give me one second. Let me just. Uh, all right, bet. Uh, reset. All right, bet. Uh, so that I wanted to get into. So the first thing I want to talk about is, uh, I know we joked about it. I want to say it was last week or the week before on, you know, mm-hmm. if the stimulus check gets uh, gets reinstated. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know, what's the first thing you're going to do? And I was like, hell, I blow dope to get stashed, you know. But, uh, <laughs> of course, of course, I was a joke. Anybody who knows me knows I'm pretty good with money, so, or at least saving money anyway. So, <laughs> so I, you know, it's just, it is what it is. But, um, but apparently, you know, to our surprise or to my surprise, it was passed and passed rather quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're just waiting on, uh, on Sleepy Joe to, to put it together, to put his, to put his John Hancock on it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when, when it comes to income and things of that nature, I don't mean you to make two different incomes. I told you before, it wasn't necessarily something that I absolutely had to have, like bills are paid, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But, um, but of course, it it is, it is, it was, it is necessary for a lot of people, and it's even necessary for myself because there there's certain things that I would like to do with the income um, that they have that to propel me to another level um, that I would I could definitely utilize, and also, um, and we're gonna get into that as well um, after after that. But um, I got a couple more details about the stimulus package that I was actually surprised about. I never even heard about. Um, I don't know how much you've looked into it, but apparently if you're, if you have children that are under the age of six, which Mm -hmm. both of your daughters are under the age of six, you get Mm -hmm. like $300 a month. And me, me and, um, and the Duchess, we have five kids together. Um, we only have two under the age of six, just like yourself, but we have three over the age of six and over the age of six would be, um, would be, uh, I think 250 a month. So that, that actually kind of threw me for, threw, threw me for a loop, you know, cause I wasn't expecting that at all. So, you know, that, that's, that's for, you know, for, for some people that's a car payment, um, for some people that's half their rent. So, I mean, this stimulus package is much, Matter of fact, if they would have done this initially, they probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have to do three stimulus packages. Yeah. So, you know, so that's that's one one of the things um I wanted to discuss and things of that nature. But I guess what are your what what are your thoughts about the stimulus package and you know how 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 would it change your life um if once it starts rolling in? I mean, um, my thoughts were like, you know, I've been following it for a little bit. I subscribe to this uh, YouTube channel called uh, Meet Kevin, and he talks about like financial things and that nature, especially when it comes to the government stuff. So um, initially they said it probably wasn't even going to get, Congress wasn't even going to vote on it until the 14th, which was like I said, it surprised me when I found out about it the morning of when I texted you and told you. Yeah, you're the only reason why I know about it because I didn't follow it at all. 
So it was like, um, for me, it's I could um, I can catch up on. For me, I can catch up on bills. I have a coworker that wants to sell me a vehicle because you know I have to take public transportation right now. I can I have the money to be able to purchase that vehicle. So I'll be back. And so I'll be back on the road causing havoc on the interstate again. Um, I can uh, I can get the girls some, I can get the girls some um, some clothes, like, you know, they need clothes, they're growing, they're not gonna say the stay the same size forever. So I gotta get mm. them, I have to get them clothes, you know. Just just essential things that need to be that need to be done. It's like, you know. It couldn't have come at a better time, and they're supposed to sign it on. Yeah, Sleepy Joe's supposed to sign it on the uh, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They said the first checks are going to start rolling out, ironically, on um, on my youngest princess's birthday on the twentieth. Nice. Okay, I didn't realize. So, it was gonna be, so we're talking about two weeks. It's actually, yeah, out. yeah. I still haven't gotten my income taxes back, so I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, I filed, I think two weeks ago. So, I, you know, I don't know how, how fast. Was it electronically? Yeah. I, I heard it. If it's not in three weeks or something, then the reach out or something like that. But the only thing is, yeah. um, you know, but I, you know, I, so I still got another week. Um, so I don't know, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to the stimulus package, like I said, man, it, it's so crazy that they didn't do this in, in the beginning. And I think I think that I think that this actually speaks to the arrogance of our previous president. And also, but in, in all honesty, I, I'm actually kind of it's gonna sound strange, but I think that this stimulus package might be too much. I think that they should have had something in the middle. Um, you know, maybe. I know when they did the 12, six and six or the 12 for adults and six for children, they should have did that and the monthly stipend thing that they're doing. Like, I think those two things combined would have had a lot of people in better positions financially where they still could have paid their bills and things of that nature on those who lost their jobs. I lost my, I was furloughed from my, from my day job um, for uh, two months. Um, so, um, so there's, there's that dynamic as well. Um, you know, thankfully, you know, they had the unemployment situation going on. I had money saved. Uh, so there was a lot of things that, you know, I didn't necessarily get hurt by. Matter of fact, I almost didn't go back because it was just like, like I said, I had money saved. The, the stimulus package was helping or, you know, helping with bills and things of that nature. Now, I think that was around income tax time too. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like, I was in desperate need for money. And so, I, you know, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I, I uh, like I didn't need my job or whatever, uh, but it was just like, you know, I work a lot of hours, 70, 60, 70 hours a week to then get Ooh. furloughed. And then I'm spending so much time with the kids and, um, and the Duchess was pregnant at the time. So, you know, just being able to be at home, cooking for them, providing for them as a, as a father, like just being able to be just a dad for, for 60 days was, you know, the best 60 days I had in a long time. So mm-hmm. there was that part of it. Um, but I think if they would have combined the two, 
that would have act now don't get me wrong i wouldn't have been able to survive off of this little stipend thing that they that they do um because our youngest child wasn't born yet so um but yeah. even still i still wouldn't be able to survive off of it but i think if they would have combined the two a lot of people would have been better off um in their in their lives financially because i know a lot of people have been hurt um you were fortunate enough to be considered essential personnel so you didn't lose your job but you know your job isn't the the greatest paying job um in the world so you know it's i'm curious as to what i heard it's supposed to be stretched to the end of the year i think that's being over cautious uh, uh -huh. because because i'm hearing with the vaccinations going out that we should be past this by summertime. Uh, so, you know, but I'm, I'm curious as to how, how the rest of this year is going to go. Um, but I think those, those people who are in my position who are still able to pay your bills, um, who are able to pay your bills, even if you're not working as much or maybe if you take, took, took a, uh, an income hit, um, mm -hmm. I think that if you have the opportunity use this to like, even if you're living paycheck to paycheck, use this to build an emergency fund, build um, build a savings account, an emergency fund, and then also invest if you uh, have the opportunity to do that. Um, but uh, I guess kind of like, what are your thoughts on, on the overall grand scheme of things? Yeah, I just, um... I just hope it gets a lot of people out of, and yeah, I hope it gets a lot of people out of their, um, or gives them more breathing room, their current situation. They also, like you said, they have to be, they need to be smarter with their money as well. Because you can't, because um, you can't just sit there and like, let's just say um, family of four, because um, everybody gets 1400. Mm -hmm. family of four that's uh fifty six hundred dollars that you're going to get mm -hmm. the plan now becomes unless unless you're backed up that far back yeah backed up that far to where where everything has to go to maintaining the household immediately what do the next question is what do you do in order to in order to make that money grow or make that money in some way shape or form last for you because you can't just decide that hey we just got we just got um fifty six hundred dollars let me go ahead and let me go ahead and buy that uh said let me go ahead and put a down payment on a car that i'm not even going to be able to afford halfway through the freaking month let's go ahead and buy that uh let's go ahead and buy that 100 inch screen tv that can't even fit through the front door but i don't even have a vehicle to even get it back to my house like let's yeah like like you can't don't just blow it just it's like chad johnson said just because you got money don't mean you got to spend it but yeah i you think have to, I, go ahead but you have to be in this case smarter because don't think like what you said with the stipend. Don't just think that you can just blow that and then you could just live off the stipend as well and think that everything yeah. is just going to be okay from then. You have yeah. to be, you have to do a whole lot more now than ever is like because you never know 
when you're when you're uh when that well dry you don't want that well to dry up because you made irresponsible purchases made ir- did irresponsible things with your money just because you got it yeah yeah, yeah. i think that i think that um you know also you know I, they're doing this so you can spend money so mm. that's the thing is you don't have to always play the game that they want you to play yeah you know, it's that, just like that was an issue. Yeah, yeah, and well, that's always been an issue, especially in the black community, and which is um, going into the next topic, um, where I saw a, a post showing the black wealth, the average net worth for black people, and the average net worth for uh, white Americans, and you know, in all honesty. Uh, my net worth, when I when I found out what net worth is, my net worth mm-hmm. isn't what the the average uh, black person's net worth is. You know, it's actually lower. So you know, mm-hmm. because one thing one thing that I was or we because we're brothers um, were never taught is accumulating assets. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just it's just like uh you know I always thought net worth was how much money you made. So when I'm hearing Bill Gates is worth, uh, I think back then he was worth $50 billion. When I first heard mm-hmm. of the phrase, phrasing net worth, it was like, your dude made $50 billion a year. Like, that's what I thought. And then come mm-hmm. to find out it, it has nothing, or it has, part of it is income, but most of it is stocks, property, you know, investments, and, there, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have, and he doesn't have, as much liabilities. And so the 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 post I saw was the average um income or net worth for black families was 17,150. The average white family was 171,000, which um is about is lit right about 10 times the net worth. Now you had some additional statistics for something a little bit more recent. Because I, it, when I saw that post, um, it didn't say anything about what year it was. But then you, you actually did a little de- dove in a little more. So explain that to the listeners. Yeah. So the numbers that you just said that was from a study in 2016. The latest one in 2019, it was 188,000 200 dollars for the net worth of. Oh, at the average white family, $24,100 for the average black family, $36,100 for the average Hispanic family. But this was from 2019. 2019. Okay. So let me, let me, um, I guess, let me, let me try to dive into that. So here's, here's, um, <laughs> here's a positive that you can take from that from 2016 to 2019. Um, the positive is it ain't 10 times no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, there is, you know, there is a, cause I'm, um, yeah, there, there, there's that side of it. Um, but the, and also the black wealth has increased over the last three years slightly, but it has increased. Um, so has white wealth, but I think, just due to inflation, most people's wealth 
is increasing. But it's just so frustrating hearing that because it's like, yo, you know, ancestors, your ancestors helped build this country. And of course, Native Americans aren't involved in this. And I would love to know um, what their net worth, what their average net worth is, because I hear that living on reservations, I'm thinking that's the life because they had a lot of stuff provided for them for real, for real, from what I met a Native American who said, and it was like, actually, it's a terrible life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants anything. Everybody just stays in the bubble. So, yeah. So I would love to know what the Native American net worth is because it's like, you know, uh, we're still losing. And that's the that was the frustrating thing about it. And I'm like, yo, I can't think of nobody. All right. I can't think of anybody, at least in my field of, of, of work, that's where I can believe that they're worth 10 times more than me. Like they bring 10 times more value than I do. Like, I just, I can't, I can't even imagine that. And, you know, but, you know, uh, I, I didn't learn about, I, I, I knew about what credit, I knew about what a credit score was when back in the day it was like precreditreport.com, like that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how credit, I didn't know what my credit score was until I started selling cars when I was 27 years old. For those who don't know <laughs> us, I'm 32 now. I didn't know how to build credit until I was 30. So even selling cars and knowing credit scores, I didn't know how to build credit until I was 30. And when I found out that, um, when I found out how to build credit, my credit was, God, I mean, God awful. You know what I'm saying? I did a lot of, matter of fact, 2020 for me, I, I, I did a lot of work to build my credit score up and it's still not the greatest score, but it, I took a hundred point um, increase in my credit score, uh, a little over a hundred points since since you know taking control of that. But um, mm-hmm. but you know it's just like, yo, how is this possible? And it's like, and then you think about systemic racism, redlining, you know, a multitude of other things um, that that got into the way of the wealth of the of the wealth, the accumulation of wealth. But you also have um, a slave mindset with a lot of with a lot of black people because it's just like yo how how is this possible and why is why are we not why haven't we been pissed off about this way beforehand why didn't I mm. why didn't I see this in 2016 to you know what I'm saying to like really start to rein this in uh, or why didn't most people know about this in 2016 because like I didn't know it was a 2016 statistic until you told me 30 minutes ago. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, wow, like that's, that's crazy, man. So um, before I get too, too, before I try to get too deep, definitely want to get, get your opinion on the, the wealth, the income and wealth gap between um, black Americans and, and white Americans. We are not African. For those who don't know us, we are, and those who do know us, yeah, we are co- the complexion. Um, but we are not African American. Our parents uh, were were Caribbean slaves, or our ancestors are Caribbean slaves. Like the whole Willie Lynch letter, 
that was in the Caribbean. Like that's how they did stuff in the Caribbean. So it's just like, um, so that's where we descended from because we're first generation um, um, uh, American born. So for those who built this country, I just need y'all to know that. Like y'all, y'all actually got it worse than you did. You know, because because you your ancestors did help build this country and, and don't have anything to show for it. But go ahead, Lloyd. Yeah, you had already touched on a few things. It's like, you know, when it comes to the gap, it's like whenever, whenever folks, whenever um, we have people that say that um, for people, um, white people have had a 400 year head start. It's like, yeah, not only have they, not only have they had a head start, they've also, they've also had, hurdles have also been put in front of us. You mentioned the redlining. So now a black, so now a black person can't go into a good neighborhood, purchase a house, even if they're, even if they had the credit and the money to do it, they can't do it because of this color of their skin. Now they're in an impoverished neighborhood mm-hmm. and the property value isn't there. So you don't gain any wealth from the property that you own because nobody, nobody of any value will ever want to live in the neighborhoods that you want to be in. Black Wall Street, because you know, you know the, uh, what's it called? You know the saying, um, pull yourself up for your bootstraps? Yeah. The problem with the pull yourself up for your bootstraps when it comes to Black folks is that you always want to snatch the boots off of our feet when we're ready to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Or we don't even have the shoes at all. Because look at Black Wall Street, Black wealth was being made and then all of a sudden, um, everything gets burned down. Everything gets destroyed. All that black, uh, is that all that, is that all that black wealth, that black dollar, just completely disappeared because of the fact that we, the fact that black folks understood their worth. They were, they had businesses because they had businesses that that were thriving. They had money coming in, generated from their own community, and then all of a sudden, it became. It seemed like it became a threat. They burnt every. It was like folks came in destroyed everything it's like well, even with the a, gym- lot, a lot of people don't know about the black wall street scenario was it was due to a white woman lying about um uh a uh, uh, a black man uh try i think it was trying to sexually assault her or did sexually assault her and it was a mm-hmm. lie and it, it was clear that it was more than that and the reason why i'm saying that is because all right if she says and she says that guy raped me and they would have mm-hmm. did to to the guy the Emmett Till situation like mm-hmm. that I don't want to I don't want to it was a tra- what happened to Emmett Till was tragic but it actually it makes it doesn't make any sense if one individual did something to destroy a whole city yeah so it's like no y'all just use that as an excuse to take away from the black wealth that was being accumulated there. Because if it was one man, you could have dealt with one man. Why does the mm-hmm. whole city have to suffer for what one man did? Because you guys are pathetic. Those people who did that, of course. Yeah, and then it's like you have the Jim Crow laws where 
it seemed, yeah, you know, Jim Crow laws were even like, you know, they had the black codes. I can't remember all them off the top of my head when it came to the gym, when it came to the uh, Jim Crow South. It's like black folks didn't get, um, what was this act? Um, the Fair Labor Standards Act. They, um, black folks couldn't, um, couldn't get, um, I think it has something to do with land and they weren't able to purchase any land when it came to that because I was in the New Deal. They had the uh, GI Bill that um, that um, black veterans couldn't get to couldn't get to back in the uh, Jim Crow yeah back in the Jim Crow days. Like so many things that happened back then, like to basically basically it's like when slavery ended. You know, when slavery ended, it was like yeah, slavery ended. You're free, but you're still going to know what your place is here. You you still need to know who's boss. Like exactly. I, you're, you're you're free, you're free, but you to a certain still, extent. Yeah, you you ain't 3 fifths of man, you 5 eighths of man. And for people who don't know the math, that's 16% to 62%. So, like what are we, what 62 and a half of these at? So like that that's what it's like. Three quarters of a man, like that's what it was for a long time. Like, there's people, and you know, I actually know black people uh, who who don't who believe like, okay, you know, if you work hard and this and the other, this and all these things happen, which they're actually right. That's the unfortunate thing. They are right, but they're they're not right in the entire picture. That at least to me, because we've seen we've seen a lot of. Uh, We've seen a lot of people get um, get destroyed due to um, due to a lot of things that people of other uh, races, and we're speaking about white and black, but you know of other races, especially white, have done to 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 keep a white person or to keep a black person in their place, so to so to speak. Um, you know, like um. For example, Black Wall Street, everybody talks about Black Wall Street. I saw something in the 1800s, Wilmington, North Carolina was a predominantly black city and it was very similar to Black Wall Street, but they actually used politicians to, they actually used pop politicians and newspaper propaganda to destroy the black person there to the point where black people ended up leaving Wilmington, North Carolina. Like it went from like a 90% population um, to a, I think an 8% population of black people in there for like 70 years because of when, when everything started happening and they, they actually kicked out one of the people, a newspaper printer, um, a black newspaper printer, um, they, they kicked him out. They rioted. They killed several black people. There was black people dead in the streets. They had pictures of it. You know, it was awful. And this is these are the things that happened. And you know, of course, these things happened a long time ago. But Jim Crow wasn't that long ago. Like we know people who lived in that time. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying for us to make it seem like, oh, okay, well, like I said, there's no reason that we shouldn't be able to overcome a lot of things that we have needed to overcome, and we have overcome that. But again, this is, this is where generational wealth is one side and generational curses are another side. 
And people mm-hmm. talk about generational wealth and generational opportunities, but no one talks about the curses and where the letter of Willie Lynch, um, you know, and it broke down how you can break down the black person, the black man and the black family for mm-hmm. hundreds of years. And it's like, yo, you know, you see it, you see it now. And it's because when you have a, when you have person, people who were born, like when you have people who were born in slavery, and Harriet Tubman says she would have freed more people if they knew they were slaves. So if you had certain people who were born in slavery and just, this is just a way of life. I'm not a slave. This is just how it is. Th- that's how it is in the hood. And a lot of people, for those who don't know us, we grew up in Brooklyn, New York, in an area called Crown Heights that actually had riding when we were younger, um, that is, was an impoverished neighborhood. It was six of us in a one bedroom, one bathroom apartment, roach infested, rat infested. Actually, rats didn't come into our apartment when we got cats. So, but if it wasn't for the cats, there'd be rats all over the place. You know, like that's where we grew, we understand poverty. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just like, yo, where, and again, I didn't learn about, and I, I've been around wealthy people. Mm. Zero. I've been around wealthy people. No one ever was like, yo, you know, there was like, okay, save your money. Okay, I'm saving money. But that was all. That was all there was to it. No one was like, yo, make sure you get this and build your credit. Make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. Um, you know, and they were talking about retirement, retirement, retirement. And, I, and the way I'm thinking or the way I'd always thought, the way I still think now, I'm like, yo, don't talk to me about when I'm 70. I don't care nothing about that. Tell me how to get it now. And I never exactly. really, I never really understood how to get it now. You know, and I, I actually started my, my first business when I was 23, 24, or maybe younger than that. Um, and I made, I, you, you saw it. I made really good money for a while. The business failed. You know, I have a regular job now. And, you know, we're hoping that, things that things for us grow to where we can not do our day jobs anymore. So, um, but like I said, it, so net, when it comes to net worth, there's more to it than just income. Like I said, there's saving, there's, there's, a, there's asset accumulation. No one ever told me, oh, yo, it's important for you to, to uh, get assets. It's important for you to do that. You know, it's important for all of y'all, you know, for us to create to create, um, you know, multiple, uh, multiple streams of income. Yeah, uh, use your gifts to make to make income. Like we went to church. I never heard until this year the 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 Bible scripture saying that you are a lender, not a borrower. Mm-hmm. I've always been told to be a consumer, not a producer. And it's just like, and that, like, and that I've only been taught by black people. This isn't a white thing. So it is even black people that are continuing the cycle. You know, when it comes to even slavery and Jim Crow, I want people to understand that there were there were, there were white people who died for the cause too. So it ain't just about like ain't like we're not trying to say that all white people are evil or all white people are trying to hold us down. There were white people who died for the cause, and there were black people who sold us into slavery. Mm-hmm. It was called a trade for a reason. You know, so it's just like. I, I need people to understand that this is something that we have to get out of. Please learn about credit. Again, I didn't, I didn't, I knew what a credit score was. I didn't know how important. I, I don't remember when them free credit score 
uh, report.com commercials were coming on. I think I was in high school, maybe just graduate high school. And then, then turned into what my, what my credit score was. Never knew what my credit score was until I was 27 years old. And I've been hearing all this stuff about freecreditreport.com, but I'm like, yo, I ain't, that thing is $20 a month. I ain't about to just to look at a score for $20 a month. Forget y'all. Especially I was a teenage dad at the time. I'm not, I'm not wasting $20 just to know a score that I don't even know mm-hmm. how it works. And also those things didn't teach you how credit worked. They just told you what your score was. Yeah. And then, then even in the car business, like, oh, just pay your bills on time, your credit score will go up. I'm like, okay, bet. And I paid my bills on time. Every month I had a credit monitoring thing on my phone. My credit score didn't go, went up three points in a year. Well, oh, well, I'm doing, I'm playing this wrong. Three years until I was like, oh, shoot, that's how you build credit. This is what I got to do. This is what I got to do. Now, so was, I was just throwing money away because that's what I did for three years. Because, like, mm-hmm. oh, as long as you pay your bills on time, and there's more to credit than that. And, you know, I, I, one, like I said, one day, maybe when we have a lot more listeners and things of that nature, we'll get a credit specialist on to maybe help people with that. But I'm just like, because I'm no expert. I, I called somebody and found out how to do it. And she gave me the rules and then I did it. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it cost me, it cost me $150. It wasn't one of the monthly things that a lot of people know about. Like she actually told me how to do this and it cost me $150. But I invested in myself. And I think a lot of people forget about investing in themselves and also investing in the accumulating assets. And the you are your number one asset. So, um, but you know, now I'm, I'm rant over, um, kind of like what what are your what are your thoughts on the things that I just said? <clears throat> well, oh, it's like everything you said is true. It's like never learn how to like what was it? Um, I mean, our aunt she always she would be like, oh, um, remember when we got our uh, the insurance policy. And I just spent every dime, didn't think about saving anything or didn't know anything about investing or credit scores and things of that, things of that nature. Listen, I, I, well, first of all, we didn't get anything. I just, <laughs> just need you to understand. Oh, so that's still So it's like, it's like spent every, it was like, all right, so. When I got, <laughs> I spent everything, and then it wasn't until after every single dime was gone when something was finally said to me. It was like, it's like, oh, you gotta, you have to do this, you gotta do that. It was like, well, you, why would you tell me when everything's gone? Like, I can't, I can't, it's like, I can't do anything about what it is that I already spent because now all of it is gone. I could. I could have taken this advice way earlier than when I ended up with nothing. Then it's like, um, like, like you're right. It's folks have to learn how to do this type of stuff. Like, um, you know, the guy Akbar um, Bahabi Amila, um, what's his name? The um, it was the uh, KGB's brother from the Packers, yeah. he, yeah. like, he was, um, he said that the problem is that 
everybody tells you to save money, but nobody ever teaches you how to invest properly. It's like nobody ever is never is like in our community has never really learned to invest because the because what because of what was uh, taught wasn't taught to our generation besides put your money inside the bank and don't touch it. Mm-hmm. It's like you know you can't build. It's like and that's why and that's a, that's a that's another reason why. That's another reason why the um, the gap is the way that it is. It's like mm-hmm. if no nobody teaches it, and then when it need, and then when it's time for you to learn it, you don't want to because you feel like it's a waste of your time, and that's a problem. It's like for some people, it's boring to have to sit there and listen to it. Well, that boredom that you're going through is gonna is like. It was like, what? What would you rather do? Sit and sit down for two hours a day, having to listen to something that'll make you build your wealth, or get that, or get that check, and then spend everything, and then wonder how the hell you gonna, uh, yeah, you wonder why you're always stuck on stuck in a square one. It's like you know, never. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It's like he. He. I mean, he said that he would like to. Um, he will like um, a business or financial curriculum put in like starting in middle school. So, so kids can learn from middle school all the way up until they graduate, how to, I know it's going to be difficult for a kid to understand that type of thing. No, 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 actually, actually, no, Lloyd, that's, it's not even a kid thing. I remember I was listening to uh, Eric Thomas and he said that, he was driving around somewhere in California. I think it was California. And um, they were going to, he went to buy furniture for his, for his house. And uh, he had talked about, he talked about like, yo, I just seen a, a bunch of kids at the bank. They looked like they were on, going on a field trip. Mm-hmm. Field trip to the bank. I'm like, he was like, yo, we were in there. He's like, they they did a whole, they went into the store. They went to another store, and they were probably they were busy for about two hours. Then the kids came out. So apparently, this was a this was a a group of Jewish children who were getting ready to get their bar mitzvah money. I think bar mitzvah is 12, 13 years old. For those who yeah. don't, for those I don't know. I'm not Jewish people. For those who might try to kill me for it. But like, they they understood that. They understood that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo. So it's not if they if they are brought up in it, then it's not even for them to understand. It's just habit. You know, it's just like it's just it's just habitual, and so I don't. I think the issue is. We need to stop putting it in, putting it on the school system to teach it. We need to put it on, we need to put it on me as a father. I need to, I need to, like the Bible says, be fruitful, multiply, have dominion. Like, no, be fruitful. That's the first thing you need to do. 
How do you be mm-hmm. fruitful? You invest in yourself. You invest in your gifts. You invest in your talents. God gave us all different talents. God gave LeBron the ability to do what he does. God gave me the ability to do what I do. I don't know if LeBron can draw, but if he could, I think he would probably show it by now. But I don't think LeBron could draw like I draw. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's something that I'm better than, or I could, I assume that I'm better than, than LeBron. Is. And there could be a multiple multitude of things. But, like, you know, that's, how, that's, that's how you be fruitful. Then how do you multiply? Okay, you get those talents to work. You get those gifts to work for you, to accumulate wealth. So you can be a lender, not a borrower, and then have dominion. How do you have dominion? You spread your wealth. And, and I think that I think that we are so caught up in like, oh, we need we should learn this in school. We should learn this in school. We should learn this in school. No, because guess what? A lot of those teachers learn the same stuff we learn. Exactly. So it ain't also they also not only that there are several teachers who don't know a whole lot about money and they're teaching money. They're economics majors or economics professors or, or, or financial profession professors who know a niche in the financial sector or a niche in the economy, but they don't know the entire grand scheme of a lot of things, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, or like I said, your school teacher, your school, your school teacher is making 27, 30 grand a year and they complain about how they don't get paid enough. They don't have no investments. They don't. So what are they going to teach me? Yeah. So I think we need to start. We need to get that out of our head now. Like that. This is up to the school to figure that out for us. No, we got to There are libraries. That, and now when it comes to the Internet and social media, there are too many people who are willing to give their give their knowledge away for free. You know what I'm saying? But we don't we don't like like, you know, like Eric Thomas, we don't we don't even seek out Google. You know, you we don't we don't see a black dude driving a nice Benz and ask him what he do for a living. We don't do that. We just we just want what he have. We don't want to know the process. And even if exactly. we, and, then, and, and also even when we want to, even when we get into like, yo, what do we, what did you do for a living? Um, one, a lot of them give vague answers. Oh, I worked hard, and think one day this could be yours. And it's like, what the fuck no, is that supposed like, to do for me? No, shut, no, shut up. Tell me the real answer. Tell me the, tell me the sleepless nights. Tell me the days where you cried yourself to sleep. Tell me that. And don't like, tell explain me. Explain that but... to me. Ex- talk to me about the time where you invested or you put, you poured your heart and soul into something, and it, and you failed, and you got right back into the game, or it's your like, car was reclosed. Many... Your, like, your, your tell me how many risks. You tell you know me how many saying? risks that you took. How it's like you you pulled your money out of your four hundred one k, knowing that is going to come back to bite you later on. Tell well, me, then, tell well, me the you, risk that you took. Well, yeah, it's like you know. Well, I, I wouldn't say knowing because you don't know, but like you know, tell me like the real hardships that you had to deal with because hard. There's a lot of people who work hard and don't got money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like there's a lot of people who work hard and don't got money. So why are we? Talk- why are we telling people just to work hard? That's that's not the formula. Matter of fact, there's nobody who works hard that's wealthy. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm when I'm talking about work hard, I'm talking about manual backbreaking labor. 
Mm-hmm. They all broke. They all live in paycheck to paycheck. So let's let's stop with the hard work thing. There is a there is hard work and there's also money working hard for you as well. So there's that next step that a lot of people don't understand. And it's just like, okay, what are we gonna how are we gonna transition this? How do we make these transitions? Okay, I was told to save my money. I was told to save my money. There was a point, there was a point in time in a lot in my in my life in my mid twenties where I had $60,000 in the bank because I saved money. And I, you know how much nonsense I could have invested in where it could have, because you, because you're told to diversify. I didn't learn that until I, I, I didn't work and used all that, used all that money as my emergency fund. But it was just like, yo, there was, it was like, oh, oh, I'm just, I'm just, I don't have to work. I can just use this emergency fund, emergency fund. Or I can buy this, or I can buy that, or I can provide for this, or I can provide for that. And the next and thing I know, a couple gone. years later, a couple years later, it's gone. And it's just like, oh, well, shoot, you should, you could have invested. And it's like, oh, well, I didn't know nothing about investing. Actually, I did kind of, um, but, you know, but it's just like, it's just like, I didn't know how all that operating things in nature. Oh, you could have gotten into real estate. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a bunch of stuff that I didn't know. Because it was never, it was never told to me. There was no one ever said, "Yo, you should look into this," or "You should look into that," or you know, what I'm saying. Um, and like I said, we there was a point in time where you know, a few years ago, I met this gentleman, um, Mr. Halsey, Halsey, I think his name was. It was because I was just driving around. Um, me and my ex, we were driving around, really nice looking neighborhoods, and I saw a black dude getting out big, the the second biggest house on the block. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, man, these white people living good. And I saw a brother. I said, yo, stop the car, because she was driving. I said, yo, stop the car. I want to ask him how he got his money. She was like, are you serious? Yes. And he told me. And he was a longshoreman. And, you know, he said he he, he did it the hard way, because he was up there in age. But at least I got something out of it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we ended up be, making, a, being a, uh, making a friend out of it. I might have spoken to him in a while, but, you know, shout out to Mr. Halsey. And it's just like, yo, but we don't do that. We just be like, oh, yeah, man. Oh, look at Floyd Mayweather. Oh, look at his Rolls Royces. Look at his jewelry. And there's the people who hate him. Like, why is he showing it off? There's the people who get inspired by it, but they really don't know what they're doing. They think they think that showing it off is the way to accumulate wealth. Uh, but they but they it. don't see But they don't see him running up 10 miles stuff. in the morning. And that's the thing. Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather got a team. He made smart investments and he worked his behind off, you know, and Floyd Mayweather is my favorite athlete of all time. So, you know, so like, like I really do admire the work that he put in his other troubles outside of that. I don't, I don't touch those things. Just like Michael Jordan, I don't touch his personal issues. I'm talking about the athlete. So, yeah. you know, and so it's just like, I, we see all that. And again, it's like, like I said, I'm learning, I'm learning this now at the 30, you know? So it's just like, you know, these are certain things that we just got to start doing. We got to start putting into place. We got to like, we got to seek. We got to seek wealth. We have yeah, to because, seek it. Because too many times you hear people say that they want better for their children than what I have for me, but continue repeating the same cycle they saw their parents do. It's like don't don't say it 
if you're going to com- continue repeating the same cycle because what's going to happen? The children are going to learn that and then they're going to say the same thing and com- continue repeating the same cycle and you're just going to be, it's like, you're just going to be the paycheck, the paycheck. Um, it's like every generation is going to be a paycheck to paycheck. You don't want to be the paycheck mm-hmm. to paycheck to generation. You mm-hmm. want, so he's like, you want to do better for your children than what your parents did for you, then you need to take the risks. You need to learn. You need to learn what it is that you need to do in order for you to not have to deal with, well, dang, I don't know if I, it's like, if I pay this rent then the lights might shut off tomorrow, what do I sacrifice one for the other? You don't, to not have to think about that, you have to take the risks in order. You have to take the risk. You have to you have to educate yourself in the things that you need to do in order for you to never have to ask yourself that question again. Mm-hmm. Am I going to eat? To, it's like, am I going to eat today? Mm-hmm. That's a question. It's like, it's like, am I going to eat today? Do I got enough gas to get to work? Like, it's like, am, am are my lights going to get shut off? Am I getting a vi- do what it is that you need to do in order for you to never have to ask those questions again and for mm-hmm. your and for your children and grandchildren and down the line for them to never have to ask themselves that question. I remember because that becomes a, a per, that com- Go I, ahead. I was having I was having a conversation with uh with a friend and um he was like, "Yo, he was like, "Man, you you're the only person I ever heard say they want to be a billionaire. And he's like, where did that come from? I said, man, I saw the show called The Secret Life of the Filthy Rich or Super Rich or something. They actually made a series um, for a while. But I was like, I remember them mentioning that, oh, Puff Daddy is worth this. He was called Puff Daddy in that back then. And, um, but he's not, he's not worth what Bill Gates was worth, what Warren Buffett is worth, what Larry Ellison is worth. These are three people I never heard their names mm-hmm. until I saw this thing. And the thing was, I remember we all watched it. We were all, all four of us with our mother was watching this. Mm-hmm. And I said, yo, and I said, and I said, here's the thing about being a billionaire. I said, here's the reason why I believe I can and will achieve this, this, uh, 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 a goal and he goes he goes why i said because i was the only one who said i wanted it and not, not a knock against the three of y'all i was the only one who thought yo that's what i need because then i also reading about it i heard that you couldn't spend a billion dollars for seven generations if you got everything you wanted if you bought everything so i was like oh shoot this ain't this ain't just for me. This is for everybody. Like my family won't have to work for seventy years, and of course, just off of interest alone, once you hit that status, it's hard to ever not have it, you know. And I'll be long dead and gone, and uh, before before they before it's squandered or whatever, if that happens. But I was like, yo, I'm the only one who was like, yo, no, that that's I have to have that. And of course, I went about it all the wrong way. Because I saw this at 14 years old. I went about it all the way. Matter of fact, 
it's crazy because uh, I was talking to somebody and again, I draw, like that's my, that's my talent one, or one of the talents that God um, blessed me with. And I was like, yo, you know, um, I was like, I remember our mother was, I said, I told her, I said, it wasn't that day. It was actually the next day. I said, it was a Sunday. And I said, I want to be a billionaire. She goes, well, you said you wanted to play in the NBA. Now I was not that good. I was never that good in basketball to play in the NBA. I don't know why that dream was even in my head. I couldn't make a jump shot to save my life half the time, you know, but of course I got better at basketball as I played more, but that wasn't my talent. And I was just like, and so she was like, you know, cause it's billionaires who were paying the basketball players. Mm-hmm. So I said, Oh, I said, well, I'm going to be the next Walt Disney. Now I didn't know that Walt Disney company was a billion dollar company. All I know is everything I saw, there was Disney all over the place. So I figured that's where I need to be. And then I allowed people after that to talk me out of, oh, well, drawing ain't gonna make you money. Drawing isn't gonna be, isn't gonna, and which they, they were probably right. But again, if I understood wealth back then, if I sought mm-hmm. out wealth on how to accumulate wealth, I would have understood like, yo, this is, this ain't right. Like, oh, okay, I can do this, but these are other things I need to do with the money in order to take it to the next level and take it to the next level and take it to the next level. And actually what made me start thinking about getting back into the artwork game, I was watching YouTube and I was like, oh, it was a tutorial or something on drawing. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool, you know, to pick up some tricks or something like that. And then the next video underneath was like, this is how I make 250 year, 250,000 euros a year in art. So I'm like, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not that good at math. Actually, I'm really good at math, but not this good at math where I know conversion rates off the top of my head. But I said 250,000 euros is probably about 270, $280,000 dollars. So you can make that much money in art. Then I'm looking up all these YouTubers saying they make a six figures in art. But I was told my whole life you couldn't. And I'm like, what in the world? And I'm like, but, and then here's the thing. Here's where brainwashing comes in. I know that you could because Walt Disney. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? But but when you get constantly told one thing, you start to believe it. And so, you know, now, now, and and you know me, I'm actually a stubborn person. I'm actually a hard-headed person. I'm actually somebody who don't care about nothing you say. But though I was blocking it out in my conscious mind, it was beginning buried in my unconscious mind. And it's just like, oh, okay. But like, when, after I saw that, I was like, yo, I got to get back to drawing, you know, been kind of on and off. I was kind of on and off. I was like, yo, I'm going to really take it serious. Started that last year. Um, you know, we had the baby. So that kind of threw a wrench into things. But like, it's like, yo, no, now I'm constantly drawing. I don't care if it's, a stick figure. I'm drawing every day, and I said, you know, hopefully it'll it'll take me to another level when it comes to that because I believe that's the talent that God gave me to to bless the world with. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's just getting back to the to the gap specifically. Why is it that white people and Jewish people 
got get the education that we don't get when it comes to accumulation of wealth. Like how the gen, generational curse what, or in generational blessing. Why is it they have been generationally blessed with the ability to understand things like credit, wealth, uh, 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 asset accumulation, things of that nature. What are your thoughts on that? Well, it goes back to what you were saying when we when I mentioned the uh, school curriculum. It all starts at home. It's like it's like the parents are the more likely. It's the parents that are teaching that are teaching them what it is teaching them what it is that they need to do in order for them to in, in order for them to um to accumulate wealth and also like what we talked about before when we were talking about the um the jeremy lynn situation mm-hmm. and how like basically how um we don't see we don't see the struggle because of the fact that because of the fact that it's like basically they keep they keep everything within it's like they keep everything within their community mm-hmm. like they're like they're more so willing to help each other they keep the money it's like it's like they keep the money in the community so then the wealth is built within the community so then everybody so then um, when you get the education out there, everybody can get a piece, of, a slice of the pie without, without, um, how am I trying to say this? Like basically everything is kept like type of in-house type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like in the, and it's like, you know, while everything is kept in-house and everybody's working together, it seems like in the black community, everybody's competing. It's like yeah. it's like what you were it's like what you were saying with um when you ask somebody something yeah you ask somebody something how they got their uh, how did they build their wealth or how did they get th- how did they how did they earn enough for them to get this car or or uh, how did they how did they, what did they have to do to get this business and then they're like well if you work hard you work hard you they give you any answer for you not basically for you not to get ahead. Well, and see, I don't even think that is, I don't even think that's intentional though. I just think that they don't, that, that they get so caught up in the, uh, Mm. in the, in the, uh, uh, man, I'm trying. I don't think they know how to explain it because not enough people ask them. Yeah, so it's just so, and also, also, it's a very generic question, which is something that I didn't understand initially. Where it's like, okay, how did you get this? And it's like, oh, yeah, I just worked hard. And it wasn't until I had that conversation with that one person, um, Mr. Halsey, where I was like, Uh no, I need specific knowledge. And I think I was, I was in my mid twenties when I when I got that whatever. And so now my only thing was he did it through um, a job and working a job for many years. And so mm. though I got great information from him, it wasn't information that I was 100% interested in because I don't like jobs. Like I actually made more money not working a job than I do working a job now. 
So it's just like, mm-hmm. um, so it's just like I wasn't necessarily interested in that, but I did get a lot of golden nuggets from. It. So and I and so I think that's where it is, where it's like, yo, well, shoot, I worked my behind off. Okay, I get that. And but that's the thing is like what what we do on the on the on the person who's asking the questions is accept whatever answer they give us and don't dig deeper because digging yeah. deeper is hard. Digging deeper is extra work, extra work that we ain't trying to get involved in. Yeah, it's like no, that's how you got. That's how you get involved. That's how you get. You gotta ask specific. You gotta. You need specific knowledge. You know, um, like I said, because it, it ain't just enough to watch Kobe. It ain't just enough to watch Michael Jordan. I'm the first. I'm first hand. It ain't just enough to watch Floyd Mayweather. And you know, and also me as a person, as a younger brother, I had the greatest advantage. And you know, it's it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh shoot, well, I'm not, um, I like I'm not, I'm not where I need to be. So sometimes I scale back. But I'm like, well, when I was younger. I had the greatest advantage because I was, especially when it came to sports and, and when it came to work ethic, because I had the most talented brother, older brother ever. Faster, jump high, could, if a ball was involved, he was good at it. Zero is good at it. It don't matter. Oh, there's a, oh, it, there's a ball. Oh, man, what is this? A uh, smash ball? Oh, I can, tell me the rules. All of a sudden, he's a beast. And it's like <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Why do I have to work so hard? And you know, why do I? And I, I felt like a Negro to a white person. Why do I have to work so hard to get this much? I'm like, man, but you know, it, and I, but like I say, it, now I see it as an advantage. But I'm like, I hated you, and I loved you at the same time. But I hated you because it's like, yo, how, why can't I? And, and mainly because I, I wanted to be a basketball player. I didn't want to draw. And mm. I took my gift for granted. But I'm just like, yo, but I, I saw all the praise that you got for being able to play ball. I wanted some of that praise. And, like, nobody was – if I drew a good picture, nobody was like – everybody was like, oh, okay, that's nice. Oh, but, Lord, did you see that shot he made from the behind the backboard that went swish? He wasn't even looking at the hoop. And he does it. I'm like, yo, he does that all the time, and nobody knows how he does it. <laughs> we just watch it happen <laughs> you know and it's just like but like I said it, it was in, you know so in, sometimes it's just like you know it, I, I, but anyways I, I got off on a tangent there but um, but yeah I think I think I think that we also need to dig deeper with our with, when we ask for information like I said I know I, I have the phone number in my phone of three people who are millionaires. I never asked them specific questions. Never. Even now. No, I'm lying. Big Mike, I asked, I, I got more in depth with it. But that was like mm-hmm. that was literally like six months ago. 32 years old. So, you know, like I said, I got millionaires on my phone. So it was just, and they talk to me every time I hit them up, they hit me back. They don't duck me, so that's that's also a part of my that's also my responsibility too as a as a man now. But I want people who hear this to tell to like really start to take it serious as far as closing that gap. There's no reason why in three years from now that our gap isn't closing and closing and closing like it has. All, 
excuse me, like it has already. I um, mean, you know, the same thing goes for you, Zero. The same thing goes for you. Like, I, like they ask me because I have, I don't know how many millionaires you have in your phone, but because I have those, I have people like that in my phone. It's like, yo, all right, what did you learn from him? Because, he, you know, we, we see, you know, so that's that's um that's even when it comes to that or like i said you know we just need to like just seek knowledge and seek wealth and be active because success is intentional and deliberate it doesn't happen by accident you know and we want better for our children you know like i like i said early in the episode we were four kids two parents one bedroom all the four kids shared a room our, our mother and father slept in the living room on the couch in a roach-infested apartment. So in Brooklyn, New York, like not no, not no, not no nice city on the sixth floor where we had a freaking iron heater and no AC. We had one fan that we had to put from room to room, whatever room had the most people. That's we what. That's that. how we grew up. This <laughs> is like, like that fan left the window open and like the bedroom is like nah, nah. <laughs> this is like you better hope that wind was blowing good in the living room. If not, <laughs> it's a pull the curtains back. So, so that's that's what that's what um that's that's the type of life we had growing up, you know. So. Um, shoot, but man, I, I thought this was gonna be a short podcast, man. And we, I've just been rant, ranting for the last hour. You know, I, I don't even want to talk about the other stuff. That don't, even, you know, the other yeah, stuff no, I mean, because for real, for real, though, that those things aren't important compared to what we got going on, um, with, when it comes to the income gap. So, you know, um, or the, the wealth gap, there is an income gap as well, but the wealth gap, we also need, you know, it's actually easier to close the wealth gap than it is the income gap. Um, but uh, but yeah, I gotta wrap this up because my iPad's starting to die. I don't know where my charger is. Um, gotcha. But uh, no quick hits this weekend or this today. Um, if we have time, we might do a midweek episode just to touch on the things that we didn't touch on today that we wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, but for now, everybody, you know, please, 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 once you get your stimulus package, use it to invest. Use it to close that wealth gap. Please, please, please use it to, to better yourself. And of course, that, that's assuming you're caught up on your bills. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's assuming that. But if you're not, please use it for bills. I don't care what you want. I don't care what you want. That, that, that's not a need. Make sure you take care of that and then start building habits when it comes to saving and investing and things of that nature. But any parting shots from you, Zero? Nah, it's like you said everything that needs to be said. Yeah, man. Sorry, sorry, everybody. I th- I, I kind of went on ranting. You know, so, uh, I do that sometimes, and zero doing too many words in because I was going off. <laughs> but uh, but like I said, hey. to, for for that reason, for that reason, I do want to do a midweek episode um uh, sometime soon. I know that's more extra work for you, um, which I apologize, but I definitely want to at least some of these other things because there was something about cancel culture that I definitely wanted to hear from you on because you actually know more about that stuff than I do so Mm -hmm. um, but we just we just don't have the time um tonight to deal with that 
So um, again, once again, everybody, this is the Between Brothers podcast. We appreciate everybody who listens. We're on Spotify and Google. I still haven't done the iTunes thing. I'm slacking, bro. I really need to do that. No, I think it will go on Apple <laughs> Music. <laughs> I'm really, I was supposed to do that like two weeks ago. Man, I'm slacking. Look, man. But I'm yeah, but I'm to Go ahead. I was supposed to have uh, uploaded episodes on YouTube for like the last for like the last six months. I mean, you know, you know, once I, once I, once I move, and we actually get, I don't even want us to even think about YouTube anymore. Um, All right. At least for now, once I move, we get like a space where we can be together. That's when I that's really when I want to get into we can do these, we can upload these later, the ones that we have already done. But yeah, the, the you once we get in the same room where the energy is gonna actually be, you know, completely different, especially how we are when we're around each other. I think mm-hmm. that that'll actually be for better visual. Um, so no, we we can we can uh, forget about that now. Um, but again, gotcha. everybody between brothers podcast, listen to us Spotify, listen on Spotify. Listen to us on um, on Google Podcasts, Google Google Podcast, uh, and we'll try to get on some more podcast platforms here soon. But we appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great day. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you next week.